Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Govs on the Go Faculty Spotlight, a podcast featuring faculty here in the College of Arts and Letters at Austin Peay State University. My name is Dr. Buzz Hoon. I'm the dean of the college. I'm also the host of the podcast. Today, I have the great pleasure of talking with David Steinquest, professor in the Department of Music here at Austin P. And thank you for joining me, Professor Steinquest. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have, you were one of the first people that actually uh, I, I got to meet here. And I've, yeah. always, I, I've always appreciated that it was such a, a positive experience that when you introduced yourself to me that, uh, and I thought, if everybody's like him, huh. I, am, I am at the right place. Yeah. So I'm very glad to have you on today. You're welcome. Um, so I have a series of questions, and, and some of them will probably um, go longer than others. But I, I want to talk to you. you. You've been here since 1985. How were we so lucky to get you to come and, and be a professor for us? Well, what a lot of people, uh, if they're not uh, you know, involved with a college or a university, don't quite get that you don't really get to pick uh, particularly <laughs> where you end up because you try to uh, you end up going where the job is you go with the job sure. um, I, I had uh, been playing in the West Point band in New York and had I was finishing up my three years and this is one of the jobs that opened and I sent my stuff in I was lucky enough to get an in-person interview they offered me the job and I said yes sir I'll do it um, <laughs> I'm from Tennessee originally. I was born in Shelbyville. Uh, my dad taught at Tennessee Tech, uh, so I grew up in Cookville. Um, so it was kind of like coming back home. I really love Tennessee. Now, you and I talked a little bit before the podcast started, but um, you were, as you said, you were um, a performer, but you had an inclination that you, you wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of, a lot of us follow our dad mm -hmm. or our mom. Um, my dad was a university music teacher. Uh, he played flute and uh, was one of the primary music theory teachers. Uh, when he was at Tech, he also did the marching band and the big band. One of the reasons I think we went to Louisiana was because they had him doing too much stuff. But I just always thought, man, that's what I want to do when I grow up. So that was why I ended up here. And why percussion, though? I, I always kind of wonder, yeah. why were you in, so well, inclined towards that? I have no idea, and neither did my parents. <laughs> uh, my mom also was a music major. She was a piano uh -huh. player. Um, and almost from the moment that I could talk, I was going to play uh, football and drums at the University of Alabama. <laughs> and For Bear Bryant, probably. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and they were like, David, you know, don't you want to play a real instrument, the trumpet or the violin or something? And I was like, no, no, I'm playing the drums. And uh, my dad kind of gave in the uh, ROTC. I guess uh, they got new drums uh, for their parade ground kind of stuff. And so my dad brought one of the old ones home. And I spent a lot of time marching around the front yard with my little snare drum. Constant um, ruckus. It's, it's just all I wanted to do, ever. Yeah. So as a professor, a 
percussion, which is a mouthful for me to say. You teach lessons. You also get to teach the percussion ensemble, among other activities. But what, what's your favorite part of the job, and why is that? Mm. Okay. I think I, this is like this happens to, to me with music. If I'm playing tunes out of the real book, uh, the one that I'm playing is my favorite one hmm. until I turn the page and start playing another one and they go, no, nah, this is my favorite tune. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I guess the f first thing that jumped into my mind is I just really love teaching private lessons, um, helping an individual make the lights come on um, and trying to figure out as many different ways as I can to say what is essentially the same thing because uh, inevitably what happens is I could go through 15 different ways to explain something and they don't get it so I have to come up with the 16th way that I've maybe never thought of it that way before and then that's what makes the light come on so wow. it's just really it's a it's a cool um, thing to do you know, where you're just really trying to make it happen for that individual. But I also love the percussion ensemble. Um, we are a family of instruments. It's a little, I think my job is different than anybody else. If you're the trumpet teacher, uh, even though like Rob does brass quintets and stuff. So it's not like he doesn't do things that are, that involve the family of, of brass. But his, his main job is trumpet. Uh, I'm kind of dealing with the whole percussion family. Uh, and we're really lucky that we have instruments like marimba and vibes and stuff where they are tonal. And so we can play melodies and we can play harmonies, but then we have all those really cool drums and things that just make <laughs> a bunch of noise that, uh, that complete that, you know. Um, and I love writing and arranging for the group. So that kind of works out cool too. Um, particularly the Halloween concert, uh, there's not necessarily a lot of music out there that is that I can just buy a copy of it and then we do it. Most of the time I end up having to do most of the arrangements myself. So that's another, it's like working a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, see how everything fits in. Now, when I arrived on campus, one of the first things somebody said to me was you needed to attend two events. The first one was the Halloween concert, and the other one was the David Steinquist and Friends yeah. Christmas concert. And they said, you have got to make sure to get to those two yeah. things. Um, so let's talk about the Halloween concert first, because um, soon here in Mabry Hall, we're going to have a packed house of people that... Um, tell us how that came to be. Um. I went to University of Michigan for my master's degree. The orchestra there did a Halloween concert. People dressed up in costumes. Uh, I just thought that was like the coolest event ever. And I wanted to turn it into a percussion ensemble thing. So even while I was in school there, I was starting to think about, I mean like um, the uh, Bach Toccata in D minor. That was probably ultimately the first thing. So I started putting together things that might be the nucleus of a program. Uh, I went to T 
teach uh, for one year at University of Arkansas in Fayetteville and was in charge of the percussion ensemble there. So that was the first time that I got to kind of test the waters for this. And it was pretty successful. Um, and so I thought, okay, this is, this is a cool thing. I didn't get to stay there. It, it was simply a one-year position. Uh, but I, I held on to that. So when I came to Austin P, I knew before I even got here that first thing that I was going to do was put a Halloween concert together. Well, I certainly think that my experience from my one and only uh, t time that I got to come, it was a, a very fun, uh, wonderful experience for not only the students, but also the, the people within the audience. Yeah. Now, the Christmas concert, I, I, I tell you, my experience from that was, was different in that I was, it was such an enjoyable time to listen to the music, and it seemed like maybe it takes a lot more effort from you because you had to do so much more arranging you had to do uh you had to bring in the right people to, yeah. to perform i'm not sure i don't know that i would say that it's harder it's just different okay because um, they both they're pretty labor intensive <laughs> um but i i love them both that the the christmas concert uh, I really, Allison gets so mad at me because I always <laughs> talk about like the music, I steal it. I stole this from James Taylor. Or I stole this from somebody else. Uh, I stole the idea for that concert from Amy Grant uh, because what uh, she had done, she doesn't do it now. She does rhyming and it's just the band. But uh, what she used to do was use the Nashville Symphony. And so her band was up front and then the orchestra was there and provided that sort of fattening the sound up. The orchestra didn't play on everything, but on, on some of the pieces. So what I did was put the band up front, but have the percussion ensemble be essentially the orchestra. Um, so I also, I think it's really cool because some of these people are, are like ridiculous musicians that are in the band. Um, and it's really great for my students to get to experience, you know, meeting those people, but they actually get to play with them. Yeah. Um, and we do it, I shouldn't tell these kind of secrets. Um, the percussion ensemble works like crazy because it, the turnaround from Halloween to Christmas is so fast. I mean, it's literally one month. Um, but we have a month in which we have rehearsals twice a week trying to put that together. The band, uh, I put a little folder together. I send it to these guys in the mail. Uh, I send them, they know what, what I've taken them from, so they have source recordings that they can listen to. Uh, but we get together on Thursday night at my house and kind of run through them, usually like one time. <laughs> we meet up here on Friday afternoon so we can put it together the one time that we play the things that we play with the percussion ensemble before we play the concert at 7.30, which is also good for my students because that's the way the real world works. Sure. You can't, you know, if I could not pay those guys to come to Austin P two times a week for a month to have rehearsals, uh, I would, you know, I, would never, I wouldn't be able to retire. I would have no money. <laughs> um, so, you know, you have to do your homework before you get there and, and also know how, what it is that you have to, uh, contribute and and how that fits in with what everybody else is doing and they're all professionals man it's it's so fun to play with those guys yeah 
Which kind of leads into my next question, because you still perform, you still record, you're involved uh, as an active musician. Um, What makes you, I mean, continue to do extra? Yeah, well, I love to play. Um, It's also funny, too. I love orchestra. Uh, I kind of went through school being more of a band person. Uh, although I did, I mean, I played in orchestras, but if you had asked me, you know, would you rather be in wind ensemble or would you rather be in orchestra? I'd, ah, wind ensemble. Some of that has to do with, uh, sometimes you don't have as much to do percussion wise in the orchestra. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't old enough to appreciate, uh, the ability to just sit and listen to the beauty of what's going on around you. Um, but besides loving to do that. I learn something all the time that I bring back to our students. Uh, I'm always talking about Sam Bacco and Rich Graber. Man, this just happened. We just had this rehearsal, and Rich was doing this on the tambourine, and I've never, I've never seen anybody do that before, and it was so cool. And then I get to teach my guys uh, the stuff that I've learned. Hmm. So. I think it's healthy. And I've always wondered this, and, and, and I'm just going to go ahead and ask it. What's your favorite instrument to, to play? I mean, is there a favorite that you say, this is the one I'm really good at? Yeah. If, if you had asked me that question when I was going through school, it would be marimba. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be a marimba soloist. Uh, and I'm, I have done some of that. Um, but it's a little like what I was talking about with the music. A lot of times I just like whatever I'm playing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an uh, adjunct piano teacher here, Ryan Jones, who is stupid great. Uh, he plays classically, but he's a tremendous jazz player. We get together uh, every once in a while at lunchtime, just the two of us. I roll a vibe in, and we put, a, put some, some tunes up on the stand and just play for an hour. Um, and there is nothing more fun than doing that at, at the moment that I'm doing it, you know. Um, I love playing bass drum with, with the orchestra. Mm-hmm. And that seems kind of stupid, you know. You, bass drum is, you just go boom. But there's, there are a lot of sounds that a bass drum can make with various mallets and where you're playing it and how you're damping it. And it, it's, um, it's not just a boom, boom, boom instrument you know well i've seen you in my short time here even uh play on different things on the floor i mean you you use about anything possible that you can play on yeah we're always the halloween concert we always have something stupid they call them novelty (laughs) pieces you know play garbage cans or uh this one uh this concert it's called uh everything considered and then parentheses up to the kitchen sink um the reason i did that is because we have done things with different instruments, so this kind of has all of that. So there's basketballs and uh, push brooms and little little cans up to humongous garbage cans and a thing that I, I won't explain it, a thing called the Slap Happy. Uh, <laughs> sort of like something the Blue Man Group. Okay, means. great. But it's cool. So 38 years. Yep, it's 39 now. It'll be 39 when you're, yep. when you're done. Um, 
a remarkable record, um, and we're so grateful that you've been able to take our, and transform our young people here and our all of our students over that, those years. Um, you know, you've seen them come through the program. You've seen them go out into the world and, and have success. Um, is there a little bit of, of David Steinquest in them, do you think, when they leave? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think so. I mean, I know um, I have Stanley Fink and Al Wotera uh, and um, uh, Charles Owen, who was at, at Michigan. Um, the, all those guys gave me some, like, really great stuff. So, yeah, hopefully I'm in them. And you've passed it along. You've passed along to so many wonderful students. That yeah. We're just thankful for that. Well, I want to end on that note to, to say we are thankful for your presence here yeah. at Austin Pew. And I'm glad that, first of all, that you've been on the podcast, but also that you've been a good friend to me. Well, me too. Me, you too. <laughs> so, thanks. And thanks to all, all of our listeners and viewers out there for joining me on the podcast. We will continue to profile some of the outstanding professors we have here in the College of Arts and Letters at Austin P. State University. So until next time, stay safe, take care, and God bless.